2: <laughs> I love this show. Welcome to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. On today's show, third grade teacher Mickey Block tells us how to manage a parent-teacher conference. And body piercer Eddie Herrera advises us on how to pierce a penis. Which of these two things are alike? Sit back and enjoy today's doubleheader. I'm Adam Felber, behind a plate calling balls and strikes. And now, please welcome the woman who refuses to stay in the batter's box... Paula Poundstone.
0: Well, thank you very much, and thank you, Aaron. That was fantastic. Wow, you're and- the first bagpiper we've had. I'll be honest. Yeah,
2: let's let's introduce tonight's house band as bagpiper Aaron Shaw. Uh, all right, we'll we'll take out our earplugs now. Um, okay.
0: Really the are loud.
2: They're, they're very and loud. we
0: didn't, honestly, Aaron, we didn't know how loud they were when we invited you to this teeny tiny studio. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I should point it, out to the listeners perfect. out there, we've talked a lot about the neighborhood around Ray Horseman Studios, but we haven't talked a lot about <laughs> Ray Horseman Studios themselves,
0: yeah, yeah. which
2: are not spacious.
0: No, they're not spacious.
2: It's kind of like the size of a dorm room. And at the moment, there's a
0: dozen people
2: and a bagpiper and a bag in here.
0: <laughs> the bagpipes sound fantastic. Yeah. Thank you we'll so much. You. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so, Adam, I want to start a new segment of our show okay. called What's Paula's Infestation This Week? So you, Yeah, because cause a
2: couple of weeks ago, we talked about your infestation. You had the big, logy lazy flies.
0: Big, Logie flies. You had and the, today, tangerine, the, the
2: nectarine-eating rats.
0: The, the rats have totally stripped my nectarine. tree. <laughs> okay. I went to check uh, yeah. just yesterday, and literally every nectarine either totally gone or just hanging there with a bunch of uh, bites taken out of it. And today I was sifting litter boxes in the cat's bathroom, Right. and not only were there flies buzzing around the cat's bathroom, but then there were some that were outside sitting on this, like the outside of the screen. Like... Hoping the to get the bench players, hoping to get <laughs> or having little. I, it may have been that they were having fly sex through the screen. Oh, yeah, because they that have, would be bad, cause Yeah, and you could end it,
2: up with the eggs inside, yeah, because yeah. they have
0: teeny, you Tiny, know,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I don't you're really know f- how
0: flies uh, reproduce, but I, I, I don't I, either, but I thought they I've were seen having them fly up sex together,
2: flying around. Have hooked you? Up together. I've never seen them do it through a screen,
0: yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that. Yeah, they do do it through the screen. I'm, I'm assuming I'm, they do I'm don't. pretty sure. I'm, but, um, but what's your- but Okay, and then yesterday when I got up in the morning- This there is your was, new infestation. This is uh, my infestation uh, du jour. Um, there was uh, a big palmetto bug on his back okay. on my floor. I assumed it was dead. Right. And so I went to put it, I pick it up to put it in the trash, and then its little legs start wiggling. like He had just stopped in my kitchen- to roll over. Of 14 cats, yeah. rolled over and hung out there, and then I like woke him up, and he was like, oh, no, I'm alive.
2: <laughs> All right, um, I, I'm going to say that's not really an infestation so much as it's a bug.
0: No, but it was a and, palmetto yeah. bug. It's so large. It's a giant roach. It's a giant roach, It's a giant roach, and so I think that counts as an infestation. No. It, okay, Adam. Yeah. If King Kong came to your house- Right. Wouldn't you say that was an infestation? No. No.
2: (laughs) I'd be like, holy shit, King Kong's at my house. Yeah. Uh, But I'm not infested. I'd I'd be under attack by one singularly large ape. Yeah. 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 I think of an infestation as being like a lot of organisms.
0: You couldn't fit that many big apes in your house.
2: I don't think a big ape infestation is a problem that anybody suffers.
0: because well, that was what we were giving advice on tonight is big apes. Yeah, it was poor, big apes. A, a what to do when you have a big show. ape infested? anyway. So I had a giant giant roach in my kitchen on its back. And wow. uh, I hate to say it, but I did kill it. I don't like to kill things. No, even, no, no, even but, but bugs.
2: big giant roaches, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, I'm going to move on to, to cheerier topics. Uh, although we'll, we'll are there do
0: cheerier in, topics than
2: infestation of the week? I'd say yeah. yes, there are. <laughs> um, as long as we we were talking to, to Aaron Shore, a house band who um, who told me, by the way that uh, I said, can you play it softly when Paula does her advice later? And his answer was, Aaron, your, advi- your answer was loud or off. Loud or off. That's the only two settings on right, a bagpipe. Yeah. That's so like my son. You'll have to yell. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, um, my son, and- Thomas C., e. hey, e., he had two settings. He had like insane, crazy, wild, or, uh-huh. or off. Or off. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's binary. So um, as our listeners know, we're having this contest for this show's theme song. And we've been listening to it. You looked surprised when I said it. So you were uh, yeah, I did.
0: Of uh, for a minute, I time traveled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I was
0: like, "When did we do that?" Yeah, we're getting
2: so many new entries. There's so, and we, we're not. We're never going to have time to p- play them all. We're going to play select them week after week, and then finally, when the I don't think crying, we want to
0: tell the potential um, theme song submitters that we're not going to play them all. Well, we're
2: going to try to play them all, but step yeah. up your game out there for sure. Yeah, um, because the competition's getting heavy out there. Like um, listener Kevin Calso, who I actually know. Uh, though I did He's, not know uh, he had, know, had this I'm, level of talent. Kevin
0: Kelso is uh, Mrs. Kelso's youngest.
2: That's right. Yeah. 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 I always of love that fighting Kelso's. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he sent in this entry.
3: Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, though she's got plenty to say. Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone But she keeps talking anyway (laughs) Giving free advice and it's pretty good You won't listen, though you probably should Cause it's well researched, as anyone can see And did I happen to mention It's totally free But nobody listens to Paula Poundstone the show nobody listens to adam felber either as far as we know if a podcast drops and no one hears it fall did it ever really happen at all (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, it, and
2: it's got uh, like this and fades out. He's, he's, he's even got this little fade out that we can talk over. It goes on for a little while.
0: So. Oh, that is nice. Nobody listens to Paula
2: Poundstone. All right, pot it down a little uh, bit, will you, <laughs> I
0: see this as something that could potentially sweep the nation. Yeah, this, this is
2: fantastic, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Kevin, really thank you so much for yeah, this entry. Nice job, it, Kevin. That is fantastic. And, um, you know, but that's not all. Last week, remember we had um, our house band guitarist and harmonica player Justin Bracobian? Yes. Well, he performed this theme song for us. Here's another.
3: We got questions, and she's got the answers, but if you don't pay attention, you'll be on your own, so let's get paula yeah, let's get pounded, let's get advice from Paula Poundstone.
0: That is nice. It's that nice and nice. loose, but yeah. I love it. I have, I, I have a feeling with that. That's going to be one of those songs that like a candidate plays without getting permission Right. at their rally.
2: That's going to be exactly what yeah. happens. Yeah, and people we're going to have to come
0: down on them yeah. you know, legally. And they'll probably
2: just dub in their own names.
0: Where, yeah. where, where, no, where I think they, they'll just use Paul Poundstone. You think and, so? <laughs> yeah, and a lot that's of their supporters God. will be
2: confused. Yeah, it, it would be confusing. Now, um, Aaron, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have a theme song? I'll uh, <laughs> right. work on that. I'll right. work on, that's on that. That's
0: okay because got a lot of. It el- doesn't sound like you put him on the spot. <laughs> he sounded totally prepared for, for that. I got to say, Aaron, that was exactly what I answered on my SATs. Yeah, that's a, that's a lo- yeah. on the long on the, yeah. on the essay question. Oh uh, no, no, on everything. Oh wow. Just, the whole thing oh, took me by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as That's they funny because a lot
2: of people prepare for, prepare for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They said, fill in the bubbles. I said, ah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as, as uh, our longtime listeners know, and we have longtime listeners. Yeah, know, we've got,
0: what, three or four episodes. We've in got five in the, out there now. Uh, you know, dropped now. Yeah, so so five so we or have, six, I think, yeah. Well, there are some people who have actually grown up. Listening, <laughs> listening to, to that Nobody, that's nobody that's Listens that's to Paula Poundstone. Poundstone. Well, there would be okay.
2: such people if they listened.
0: They're, right, exactly. Right. They're they're only four or five weeks old. I think
2: we can, yeah. But we can say there are people who have grown up not listening to Paula Poundstone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, the thing <laughs> is, when you don't, when you listen to, because nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, so if you listen, right, you get to, you know, you're nobody. Be a nobody.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think we had a lyric like that in a theme song in one of our theme oh, song entries. Oh, was there? Yeah. If you're listening, you're nobody or something like that.
0: Yeah. It would have been in <laughs> right Errands yet. if he had been prepared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we do like to. Uh, Kick off every show with a piece of advice. So what do you have for us this week, Paula Poundstone?
0: Um, Okay. At dinner time with your kids or meal time with your kids, when they're little, really, I did it uh, all the way through high school, which is we didn't use napkins. We used a small washcloth. Um, but it started when they were little. You know, a napkin doesn't have a shot in the hell against a, a messy kid, kid, a kid at the yeah. table. Yeah. So there's just, you end up leaving little flecks of napkin on their face, you know, because they right. stick. Because kids are face. sticky. Right.
2: Seems like people eat a lot of meals. That's a lot of washcloths.
0: Well, we, we were using, see, it started when the kids were babies. And so they, and I don't see these for sale anymore, actually, but they were these little infant washcloths.
2: Oh, yeah, those um, cause cancer. That's why they don't No, them they don't
0: cause cancer. Yeah, those cancer. are carcinogenic That's not true. Cloths. Now, they're not making them right now, but just like coal, Trump is going to bring them back. <laughs> right.
2: I don't even know what kind of washcloth you're talking they're
0: about. They're very, it was a thin, they came in pastel colors um, because a darker color We're frightens having some an nodding infant. Around the
2: studio. Yeah, uh, like, everyone like knows what I'm
0: talking about. Are you talking about handy wipes? No, they're not handy wipes. That's okay. there's a thousand and one uses for those. Right. These were just used to bathe a baby and they were they were so tiny. Cloths, they were yeah. they yeah, they were baby uh, you know washcloths. And uh, anyway, so we used them. We started using them when they were little and then it just didn't make sense not to use them because they were effective. Okay. A- and a napkin a paper napkin is just
2: Yeah, that might be I don't know. I mean, mark the day on the calendar. That might be a good piece of advice right there.
0: No, it's and a great piece That's of, what I'm of, saying. Advice. You know, don't say it like that because, you know, there are people who grew up listening to my advice. <laughs> that's right, that's right.
2: And there, there are a couple of infants angrily writing me a letter right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so um, thank you for that unusually coherent insight, Paula. Time now to meet our It first- wasn't unusually
0: coherent. <laughs> right. It was Effective.
2: Yes, it was very effective. Well, Thank you know, you. I'm going to put it to the test in my own home and see what happens. Yeah, see what you it, can do. See if I can get a time machine and get back to the age when they, when those washcloths roam the earth. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to meet our first guest. We've we've uh, we've all had these things, parent-teacher conferences. At some oh. Uh, you, you have any? Uh, oh, any...
0: I shudder with fear. Okay. Yeah. I've had them. I... I
2: don't shudder with fear at parent-teacher conferences.
0: Oh, I always shuddered with fear at a parent-teacher conference. I, you know what? My kids are no longer, you know, my kids are all young adults now. And, uh Right. So I still go to parent-teacher conferences, but it's just weird. Right. Um, you should, you know, yeah. The teacher yeah. will say, like, I don't know, I haven't had them for ten years.
2: Right.
3: You should stop <laughs> and, going. Yeah,
0: and I say, well, is there anything you could tell me about how they're doing, anyways?
3: Um, <laughs>
0: you know, I just, I just, I just want to make sure I'm being responsible. Yeah. No, I, you know, when I look back now at the parent-teacher, con- sometimes I just lay awake going over my mistakes from the parent-teacher. Conference. What were your mistakes? Well, okay, one thing is, you know, I have this problem where I can't stop talking. And, no. Um, and a lot of times, uh, you know, the parent-teacher conferences were about 20 minutes, right? They were about 20 minutes. and um, <laughs> Or shorter, yes. Yeah. And, well, mine were longer. And a lot of times, the subject of my kid didn't even come up Just until the last come <laughs> up in the... one or two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that was a mistake. That's,
2: that's almost certainly a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a blown parent-teacher conference, but perhaps a nice, tight 20-minute set. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes brought deviled eggs and I brought snacks. I think snacks is good. Oh, do you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I mean, we're we're about to find out if snacks are good, but bringing snacks to the teacher is good.
0: So I wanted to find out how to, you know, especially now we're we're just about at the beginning of the school year. I I want to find out how, you know, what's the most effective way for a parent to handle a parent-teacher Conference. I'd be you know, interested in hearing that. And
2: what's the most effective way for a teacher to handle a parent like you in a parent-teacher conference? <laughs> I'd be interested in hearing yeah, that as well. They were never all that good at it. <laughs> it. It seems like a challenge. All right, well, let's find out how to do parent-teacher conferences the right way. Mickey Block has been a teacher for over 15 years and is currently teaching third grade in the San Gabriel Valley. Please welcome Mickey Block. There we go. <laughs> Welcome. Well, thank you. thank
3: you so much should, for having me. We
2: call you Ms. Block or Mickey?
1: I go by Ms. Block.
2: Okay, that's, oh, that's doing absolutely you. fair. You're starting a school year now,
1: right? I am. We started today with getting all the teachers together and our students come on Thursday. So the parent-teacher conference, so that doesn't happen for a while. Well, no. It starts in, it's in three weeks. In three weeks. In three weeks? Well, actually, uh, back to school night is in three yeah. weeks. Yeah. I right. think you got So that. we start with that. Yeah. And then our parent conferences are probably in, in October. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: That's when it is in, in, in my school. I, I've got two school-age kids now, a 10-year-old ten, and a 5-year-old, as far as I can tell.
1: Yeah, but um, we have to look at the back-to-school night because that's almost like a conference in and of itself. Right, because you're it, under fire. No, we were always told as parents at the at schools my kids went to, there were these two.
0: there were two nights that I could never figure out what the purpose of them was. One was back-to-school night, and the other was open house. And you were told ahead of time that you were not allowed to talk to the teacher about your kid.
1: Well, yeah, back to school night is supposed to be just the teacher delivering information about the school year and expectations and things like that. But there's all sorts of little um, small conferences that go on, especially parents that want to make sure that you know who they are and you know who their kid is. And so that night is supposed to be just for the teacher to speak, but that's not really It's not the way it happens. How it happens. You yeah. said, that's you said why that they tell You, you that. said that with like a look on
0: your face when you said that they want you to know who they are. You mean like a sense of entitlement
1: about who they are? Uh, they want to make sure that you know who they are, the parents. So uh-huh. when uh, for example, for back to school night, it's very interesting to see where the parents sit in the classroom. Here heading up to back to school night because there are no children invited, but you will know the needy parents because they sit right in front <laughs> and you will see the parents that are reading a book in the back of the classroom that could, uh, that don't could rather not, yeah. let, not to yeah. be there.
0: Yeah. And then, know, I got to tell you though, as a parent, see, this unnerves me. The idea that on the very first you know, meeting of the back to school night, they're already being, you're watching them and drawing conclusions about where they sit in the classroom. See, this makes me very nervous. Are you this saying is, she's
2: too judgmental?
0: Well, I'm saying the whole thing. I always had a sense that that was happening. Kind of, a little bit of it. Of course,
2: they're, they're judging you.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they're teachers.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of course, they're judging yeah. you, right? Yes, but you have to look at the <laughs> hands that go up and the people that talk without raising their hands. Like Paula Poundstone?
3: Yes, well, we
1: exactly. Are,
0: we are adults after all.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize, oh, wait a minute, sorry.
0: Uh, okay, my, is, my hand's up now.
2: This is a real rarity on a show that features Paula, but we haven't actually gotten to the subject of the interview yet, which is, which is parent-teacher conferences. So let me just, oh, let We me just,
0: were just getting, we were we doing were the runway yeah, before it's parent-teacher a podcast. conference. The
2: runway is as long as the runway, and uh, I was going to make a Fast and Furious reference, and I realize that you probably haven't seen the Fast and Furious movies, have you?
0: I, uh, my son Thomas made me watch one. There's one a chase time.
2: at the end of, I think, number five that's on a, on a runway, but it just goes on forever. And somebody calculated that the runway would have to be something like 26 miles long.
0: So you're telling me company. that Fast and Furious isn't accurate?
2: Um, at least in that instance, Whoa. it was yeah.
0: Blow me away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now I'm getting into the digressing thing. <laughs> parent-teacher conferences. Um, what's the way that a parent can get the most out of one? What would you... If you were a parent, and, uh, going to a parent-teacher conference with you... What would you do to get the most out of that conference?
1: My advice when parents come to a conference is I would really enjoy if both parents were coming. Okay. Because that's not always the case. And right. so you you end up having to reliver the same information to the other parent at some other time when it's not convenient. Um, I would hope at a parent conference that... The parent would be open-minded to listening to me describe their child's strengths and weaknesses from my perspective, and maybe leave their perspective at home. Now, why? It's given
0: that it's parent-teacher. You'll you'll find on the other side of that backslash uh, (laughs) is parent. It says, given that it's parent-teacher conference, why does only your perception? Have validity in that in that it's, conference. It's not that it doesn't
2: have validity. No, she was,
0: just said to leave your perception at home and right, listen to hers. Right, because your perception is fine.
2: You're going to be home with your perception all the time. But if you want to get the most out of a parent-teacher conference, I don't want to put words into ms Block's mouth because she will slap me. But <laughs> but
0: <laughs> they I, don't do
2: that what anymore. What I am interpreting is thinking being, about when you were in school. Be, is being said here is that if you want to get the most out of a parent-teacher conference, listen to the teacher. Oh, okay. All right. Is that, is
1: that, what... that is exactly what I'm saying. Um, I guess and, I didn't listen. Well, I'm so sorry.
2: Just go sit in the corner over there.
1: Now, the they second do part. The more. second part of the conference is I do like to to listen. Yeah. I do like to listen, but I like them Boy, to you listen would to me love first. Me. Yeah. <laughs> over
0: the years, I gave the teachers plenty of opportunity to listen. Uh, um, What questions should I be asking as a parent about my kid at a parent-teacher conference?
1: I would encourage the parents to ask, how can I help you in your classroom understand my child? Um, I would also ask that the parents uh, trust me that I have uh, the best.
2: Hey, Paula.
1: Um, feeling about your child uh-huh. and that I really truly have spent about a month or two getting to know your child and trust me when I say I do know your child uh-huh. in a classroom setting uh-huh. and to listen to how that child performs in a classroom setting okay.
2: uh-huh. those are those are good views. now what should people not do I'm guessing random stories about pests that you find in your kitchen.
1: Um, okay, so the number one is um, I would hope that the parents don't ask me to rate their child. Are they the top? Are they the middle? Are they the bottom? Oh, do parents do that? Yes, they do do that. Oh. And it makes them feel better or well, worse. Rate
2: them by their looks or by <laughs> Because that's disturbing. Where
1: are you? Are you the top, you know, in the oh, top 10? Yeah, what I used to do was to the
0: parent teacher conferences, I would bring a felt board with different felt figures of all the class, right. uh, of all the children in the classroom. And then you
2: say, I'm going to turn around and you just.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I would say to the teacher, could you just put my, my child where they belong, you know, on this felt board ranking system? Okay. And then, you know, and then I would go home and wake my kid and share with them (laughs) what I had found out and I think there was nothing but constructive
2: I think it probably wasn't (laughs) Um, do you want to rank
0: do you want to rank do you want to rank no I don't want to rank but
1: I would like to um, talk about the second thing which is to say that my child never lies oh
0: we had the opposite we had the total opposite I used to go I used to say my kid lies like a rug and the teacher would look at me like I was evil somehow they would. They were. They could not believe right. such a thing I'm, from I'm my angelic the specific child, kid
2: that you're talking about here. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking
0: about. You know what? Okay. My oldest daughter has cerebral palsy, and I think there's this idea that a kid with a disability is automatically angelic. And the truth is, dishonesty runs, uh, you know, about the same level with kids with disabilities as you know as non-disabled kids i don't think there is the two things have nothing to do with one another and so no one could believe that my little angel ever lied Ms.
2: block is loving this
1: yes i am loving but
2: but in (laughs) fact i I I I think that's the the most refreshing thing to hear
1: it is if you can get a parent to uh listen to you and agree that yes my child makes mistakes and they will apologize you normally don't get that it's, okay. You know, so you in your perfect that.
2: world, the parent would just show I... up ready to listen to you and then trash their kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like them just to be honest and have an yeah. open
0: mind. You know what I do? Uh, well, not anymore, but I did. I used to go with a wanted poster already designed with my, my kid's face on it. You could
2: take turns throwing darts <laughs>
0: yeah, at it? Yeah, just put this up in the office uh, right near the postal area.
1: Um, now, why are the... Parent teacher conferences is only 20 minutes. My goodness. Okay. So, uh parents like to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And That's so That's because
0: we're under a heavy burden. You are First of all, we're judged constantly, sometimes by where we sat during back to school <laughs> night.
2: True enough, true enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always felt horribly judged by uh we had um a wonderful teacher named Ms. McCraw. She taught first grade for uh, she, taught, she taught first grade for my daughter Tosha and she taught second grade I think it was for my daughter Allie and, uh, but when she had my daughter Tosha who was uh, Tosha was a uh, A magical child, uh, but she was uh, more of a Slytherin. Right. (laughs) She, um, I would say stuff to Miss McCraw like, there was this thing you had to. There was a lot of paperwork as a parent. You had to fill out this reading chart to say how many minutes your kid read, and I, I often didn't have the chart filled out, and so I said to Miss McCraw one day, I said, you know, I said I read to her, and she goes, you know, I know you can read. I need to know if she can read. Oof. And, uh, yeah, it was a little harsh. So years later, Ms. True McCraw though. and I became uh, pretty good friends. And we were talking one night on the phone. And now by this time, Ms. McCraw had her Where first kid. Where are we kid. going with this, Paula? This is an important story. Okay. <laughs> Ms. McCraw had her first kid. And she said to me, she said, when I think back about the advice that I used to give parents, like before she had a kid, she said, I just, it makes me shudder. Uh, because it is different Right, being a parent yeah. than just telling parents about right. their kid in a that, that is a good what, story. What That's I'm an important... saying to you is it takes more than twenty
2: minutes. Right. What I'm saying to you is you asked Ms. Block why it's only twenty minutes, and she got as far as saying <laughs> well, parents like to talk a lot.
0: I'm just telling and then her, you, did, yeah, I'm just so... I'm just telling her she's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to support Ms. Block here. Uh, okay.
2: Well let's return to it. Uh, so
0: well,
2: <laughs> Why only 20 minutes?:
1: <laughs> Well, uh, for 20 minutes, um, if you go much beyond 20 minutes, yeah. um, you frequently find out that someone starts crying. because parents, they start to cry because they are so wrapped up in trying to sh- tell you about what a fabulous kid they, uh, they are that they just get so emotionally wrapped up in talking about their kid that frequently they cry.
0: I cried at every parent-teacher conference. Well, again, not a good strategy. Were you not supposed to? No, you were not supposed to. Oh, come on. What about be open with your feelings and all that? No. No, I went to every parent-teacher conference I ever went to with a big old Kleenex box from Costco. I shared.
2: (laughs) You are a sharer. I am a sharer. Uh, All right, well, Mickey Block... Ms. Block, thank you so much. My next visit to school is going to be so much better for this. I can't speak for Paula, but Paula can speak for herself.
0: Paula, what have you learned about parent-teacher conferences? Uh, Well, as a result of my conversation with Ms. Block, uh, I've been able to distill uh, a a lot of information here about what to do in the parent-teacher conference. Aaron, if you could just put a little subtle uh, bagpipe behind this. Thank you. A lot of what we learned about the parent-teacher conference blew me away. First of all, the teacher has had their eye on you since you sat on the radiator during back-to-school night. You aren't supposed to cry. You're supposed to just sit and listen to the teacher. And it's possible to get the answers to all the tests, so long as you bring snacks, raise your hand, and get the hell out in 20 minutes. And you're not supposed to cry. Mickey Block
2: teaches third grade in the San Gabriel Valley. Thank you so much for being on our show, Mickey.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. By the way, do you know Miss Coonley? I do not.
0: She was my third grade teacher.
2: (laughs) The Cat of the Week is Moonbeam from Valley Village, California. Thank you, house band Aaron Shaw. Coming up after the break, body piercing. It's not just for your penis anymore. We'll find out more about piercing after a word from Maximum Fun about another one of the great podcasts they carry. Time now for some more advice. Paula, as a child, um, I understand that your mother had some pretty strong opinions about um, earrings. Is
0: it true? My mother thought she wasn't for piercing ears to begin with for a long time, but she did feel that um, when women ha- girls had their ears pierced, that you could measure the level of the girl's promiscuity from the size of the hoop, <laughs> of the earring. That's what your that mom they thought. Wore. My mom and she my communicated mom this to you. She would. Well, she not only said it to me, but unfortunately, she would say it way too loudly whenever we passed by a girl that had big hoop earrings. She. What do you mean too loudly? Well, she would. Would you look at that? That. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like with sort of dripping with disgust, right. you know, would you look at that? Well,
2: I'm looking at a gentleman with enormous rings implanted in his earlobes, and I don't know what your mother would say, but I'm glad he's here because he actually has and does body piercings. Body piercings. All kinds of piercings, all yeah. over the body, from yeah. from... from, from uh, from the top of your head to the to to your uh, genitals. Uh, so let's take it up a notch. Here's Eddie Herrera. Has been a body piercer for over 20 years. He works at Pricks, Pricks yeah. <laughs> Body Piercing Ooh. in Pasadena. We'll Please works. welcome Eddie Herrera. <laughs> Oh, Eddie from the mm-hmm. Highlands. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. <laughs> okay, so you are um, you are both a piercer and a pierced person.
4: Yes, yes.
2: And um, um, just
0: so the just so the listener knows, Eddie has uh, what are those gauges? Is that what they're called?
4: That's the increment of measurement. They're called plugs.
0: So his earlobes are, uh, are, are, are enormous. Are yeah. enormous. They are. Um, what's the African tribe that? Uh, there's an African tribe that does that. The pound stones. No, not the pound <laughs> stones. No, you're so close. I'll think of it no, when okay. I don't need it. But anyway, so Eddie has multiple piercings on his ears, on his face, right, Every, and, and, uh, and 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 so and, I'm told. Right on his uh, penis. On his penis. Right. We are. We are not. Currently looking at the penis piercing. No, and this we're not is, even getting to that yet. This we're gonna is start with simply general piercing and as told to. Right? We can't start with general piercing and work his, our way down. When no, I we, said we're
2: going to start with the, with general piercing. We're
0: going to start. We can't work our way down when we know a man sitting across from us with <laughs> penis piercing. I think that can happen to you every day, and you
2: just don't know it. What do you mean? I think there's a lot of guys out there with pierced penises, and you just don't know when you're talking to them because it doesn't really That's affect not their voice.
0: True. That there's not a lot of guys out there, Eddie. How many guys out there? It's
4: not like being vegan, where upon meeting me the first 10 minutes, I mentioned that you, know, <laughs> right. like, you know, it's not like that. No, it's um, like that. it's probably more common than you think, really. Uh, yeah, and uh, a lot of um, professionals, especially, uh, usually what do you mean uh, professionals, people who wear suits to work,
0: really. Absolutely, the suits yeah. have pierced penises. Oh, that
2: strikes me as such yes. a Wall Street thing, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yes. No, yes, do you think? Um uh who's the senator from Kentucky Rand Paul? No, the one Mitch McConnell. Yeah, do you think Mitch McConnell is <laughs> Absolutely it's is clanking down there.
2: Yeah, I, I think he might
3: be.
2: both of them might both yeah. senators, both the junior and senior senators from Kentucky are likely clanking down there. Now, <laughs> just just to describe it, you have just before I could see it looks like you have two studs in your nose, two um rings in inside the ear here. Uh, I don't know what're called a call conch piercing. Conch piercing, right? Yeah. You, you've got those things that you don't want us to call gauges. We're
4: going to call plugs. them plugs plugs. Yeah.
0: yeah, based on my mother's theory.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> this guy sleeps around. Okay. That was, you know, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that a thing? Had you ever sense? heard that? That's
4: the, yeah. That's, That's actually a thing. Your yeah. mother was not yeah. just inventing no.
0: it. My mother was cutting ag- cut edge. maybe coined the term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Everybody says what my mother says. Right. <laughs> she also used to say she wished my father had Raytheon up his ass.
3: <laughs>
0: just if somebody was looking for a new expression. <laughs> now, it's a big, I it's I a big totally engineering company. I, I know what Raytheon is. Yeah, yeah. So I
2: guess what she's saying is that she wishes that your dad had invested in Raytheon.
0: N- no, no, <laughs> she didn't like Raytheon because he worked there. And so she said she wished he had it up his ass. Which what good would it do him there? Is, well, precisely. <laughs> I wasn't going to put food on no, the what, table, what, what I'll tell you that. Yeah, no. I, I have no idea what she was saying. <laughs> she was, you you, was, don't, you don't even
2: have a general idea of what that expression meant?
0: No, it just, it just meant you know hover over your plate at dinner and don't say anything. That's what it meant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, don't let mom get on a jag. All right, so uh, I guess we could get to the genitals now.
4: Why do that? Why would a bloke go and get his penis pierced? Uh shock value, number one. Sure. Um a lot of younger people I feel like uh, uh that's more their MO. It's just, in. Yeah, they want to shock you. Like, Whoa, oh, you did that. Like you're crazy. hardcore. You're yeah, crazy. exactly. Uh-huh. Um and then I feel like for the older crowd it's it's more about maybe possible stimulation or stimulation. New, new feelings or uh-huh. or pleasuring the partner. Okay. Or you know, and are more, all those things true? Like um, as as a as, as a customer as well as a I think going in if your if your goal is Extra stimulation, yeah. Don't don't buy into it too much necessarily. It's so not wait, that great. So there's a
0: thing on a guy's penis, <laughs> and you don't really think it does enhance the sexual experience for the woman.
4: I think it depends on the woman. Uh huh. I mean, you know, there's there's people that like many different things during sex. Uh, right. Pierce body parts is probably on the back end of the scale. Okay. Now now let's get to what you have. Do you have a uh,
2: Prince Albert? That's the only one I know. Um. I have a variation of a Prince Albert. Yes, it's That's a it's, variation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's, now uh, I'm guessing. I it's a Baron. Ninety-nine percent of our listeners don't even know what a Prince Albert is. So what's 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 a I, Prince 99 Albert?
0: Ninety-nine, I think, is low. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so just explain what that is. Uh, Prince Albert piercing is a piercing that essentially goes in the urethra okay. in, in your your hole right uh, and out the base of the uh head of the penis so the bottom half right mine is a reverse Prince Albert so it actually exits the top part of oh, the... oh wow yeah. it's much more visible then yep. yeah.
0: Mm. yeah reverse Prince, Prince Albert a reverse Prince Albert yes. that's an Albert yeah. Prince yeah. 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 RPA Mr
2: Albert Prince <laughs> yeah yeah is what they call it um they don't
0: did you notice in the um, Prince Harry's wedding did you notice um, that the Queen had a little
2: <laughs> <laughs> what what you have nose ring. A nose ring. Yeah, you yeah, didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that? Yeah, it
0: was might have been obscured by her hat, <laughs> but she that does. Might have been she has allergies. A, no, that was a nose ring. A nose that's ring. not allergies. Who's allergies gives them a nose ring? I just, I just can't. Yeah. I, I don't I think ch- she... Oh my gosh, a nose ring. Yeah, no, no, that's
2: not it. Okay, what's the most genital piercings
4: you've ever had? Thirteen at one time.
0: Thirteen? Yeah. On wait on? Yes. <laughs> All on your penis? Yeah. yeah.
4: Wow. I have, I have fourteen total now. Oh
0: my gosh. And I had
4: thirteen genital before, but.
0: It must have sounded like a bag of screws. So is that,
4: is that a problem at the TSA? The only problem I ever had uh, was before 9-11 okay. uh, at a very small airport in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, where the They actual- wouldn't even
0: let you into Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they love me in Des Moines, Iowa.
0: That's ridiculous. You would not be allowed in Des Moines, Iowa.
4: <laughs> my gum wrappers, because the foil is metal and my uh-huh. gum went off. Like, okay. their sensors were crazy. Okay. But they looked at me and just figured, like, yeah, it's probably what he says wow. it is. <laughs> oh, <so you laughs> I took my was- word for it. Yeah, I was like, look at me, man. Like, nobody in Des Moines was willing to say, let, let, let
2: me see that. I have no problem. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, this is giving Al Qaeda all sorts of ideas
2: <laughs> for
0: infiltrating uh, Des Moines. Uh, right. 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 now in a cave somewhere. There's, 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 we will there's, claim there's, it is a pierced penis Yeah. Right now, right now in a cave somewhere. There's a guy going.
2: <laughs> now, do you do uh, do you do piercings for the ladies? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, labial piercings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Labial piercings. Yes. Yeah, doesn't sound good to me at all. You don't want one of those. I don't want no, I don't. Okay. No, I, I don't. I By the way, on the penis piercings, are there ornaments? Are there <laughs> well, like holiday are. themed? Uh,
4: not holiday themed per se, but kind there are kind of ornaments, yeah. Are there? uh, there's there's weights. Um what do you a mean, lot weights? of stimulation comes from the weight that the jewelry carries, so a lot of Genital, especially male genital uh, jewelry, but women get into it too. Is is where they have weighted jewelry, so it actually like tiny barbells. Um, more like fishing weights, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, huh. yeah. yeah. They're, so. they're weighted, and so you hang them from the jewelry, and it. Provide stimulation with the weight. You know, if you want to make a little more money than you're currently making, I would recommend
2: Paula's idea of holiday themed ornaments. Because yeah. I think I think, you know, if somebody knew that like it's Saint Patrick's Day, I've got this <laughs> g- green thing that I can that I yeah. can replace yeah. my, my genital piercing yeah. with.
0: I'd love to have a shamrock down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, you could I go admire with... I all uh, for not saying kiss
2: you, me, I'm Irish. You
3: could, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or you could go with this, you know, the sports uh, theme, you know, like a lot of guys would like to have a little... Uh, I a have little, Christmas ornaments
2: for my favorite sports teams.
0: But, you know, what, no, I mean like, a, you know, a little golf club. A golf club. Yeah, you could have a little golf club, right? I think, I think you're going you're in the faili- urethra and coming the picture out. Picture this
2: correctly, yeah. Uh, the,
0: coming out the yeah. head of the a little golf club. I don't Just think that like, would look have, like, like anything. Just like you'd have like a charm bracelet, you know? Yeah. And like g- like uh, girls would have like a a horse,
2: a horse, <laughs> <laughs> or you a, a Pegasus. Yeah, that they could dangle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there See, are, I think the, we've moved for, from good ideas no. to not so good ideas. No,
0: this is a fantastic <laughs> idea. Or you were talking about the weights that hang off mm. the piercing. Yeah. yeah. If you got these themed weights, just like um charm bracelet yeah. stuff, don't you, you think? You don't
4: have to agree. It's a good idea. I mean, you know, titanium can be anodized, so we can color it into your favorite sports team. Oh. Or, this is or, a fantastic or, you know, idea. Implant grade titanium. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can anodize it and color it. And, yeah. You know, you know so yeah. you're there. Is so is it? there How you are. Change something like that out. You've got one. You got another like uh, it, it it depends on the style of jewelry but okay. I mean for the most part I mean I can do it myself you can do it yourself with, so with an, could, yeah, yeah. holiday themed it's yeah. absolutely yeah. the way to go yeah <laughs> I feel or, like we've, we've opened up a new avenue honestly in like is that a menorah
0: yeah uh, yes <laughs>
2: Happy Hanukkah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it only has seven candles right now. Wait till tomorrow night. Wait, wait I got to screw in the
2: other candle. There you go. Nobody move. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa's got to you know. screw in the eighth candle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or it gets or there you're in the dark and you're you really are a cardinals fan <laughs> 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 these are just some ideas yeah, you know yeah, and I want you to here. know that if you decide to take this idea and run with it I want a percentage or, or,
2: uh, or, or, or if a, if a, a unique type of piercing you know happens like the, this this golf club idea that should think, be called the poundstone yes yeah, absolutely. absolutely yeah, yeah
0: the, the, the poundstone nine iron <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like a nine iron is way too angular to be comfortable. Oh, really? Yeah, I think yeah. Want but who a more- putter? Putter, just... <laughs> putter would be. That, 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 I think that kind of for itself, <laughs> well, Nine iron is really little, asymmetrical. It's a
0: little pud <laughs> a putter. A putter. Little pud putter. P U D D E R. Yeah. Putter. Yeah. 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 You know, I notice you're not writing any of this down. <laughs>
2: it's all up here. I yeah. got it. Yeah, it's yeah. all up here. <laughs> okay. Can, can I assume that you have all these horror stories about people getting them, like you know, you know, caught in things? No.
4: Not especially no um I mean, everybody always mentions infection uh right. I've been in the industry twenty years I've seen four genuine infections ninety nine percent of the time when people use the word infection, it's usually irritation, which is oh, it's irritation which is compatible oh, right so so I mean just... infection is compatible as well, but sure. with a doctor visit with a doctor
2: with with antibiotics, sure um all right so there but there is but that
4: that happens because of inadequate aftercare sometimes, right? There is sometimes, some aftercare yes, that you have to do when you get a piercing well, anywhere in your you body, have to right? Do. Um typically it's a saline solution, a salt water. Mm-hmm. Um and the first sentence or two of my aftercare speech is uh You make an
0: aftercare speech.
4: Absolutely. Everything full service. <laughs> um, walk you through the whole piercing, give you the piercing, <laughs> go through the, the aftercare and how to take care of it and want it to heal happy and healthy. Um the first two sentences are uh, you never need to twist, turn, move, rotate, or remove the jewelry to clean it, and don't clean your piercing with anything you wouldn't put in your eyes. That being said, the best stuff is saline solution, salt mm-hmm. water. It's Which is something in your you eyes. put in your eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's already in your eyes. It's your tears or your sweat. Sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. A salt solution, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could, so you what could you cry could do on do your piercing. Is, <laughs> what you could
0: do is you could go to a parent-teacher conference. <laughs> right. You're going to bring it together. You're going to synthesize this. And then just take your penis out and <laughs> let your tears... <laughs> Drip over the healing penis, and what I think have we come any to? good third grade teacher would, would understand <laughs> well, this. Totally understand. It's just part of wo- the healing process. I wonder if Miss
2: Block would be okay with that.
0: They should be fine with it. Yeah. Miss she,
2: she <laughs> Block, she if you a, don't mind, I'm getting very emotional, and while I've got these tears yeah, yeah. dripping down my yeah, face, yeah.
0: It's, this is there's m- something
2: else I have to do because I'm out of saline solution. In fact i got to be honest with you, Ms. Block. I came to this parent-teacher conference tonight because I was pierced yesterday.
3: (laughs) Knowing that I would cry. Knowing that I was (laughs) out of sailing.
0: (laughs) I think she'd be fine with that. She seemed open. And she said you have to keep an open mind. She said it herself. She said
2: it herself. (laughs) She's going to love hearing this show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She never should have left. Well, Eddie... uh, Did you see where she sat? Where?
2: What? Oh yes, I judged her right away for it because she sat in the seat that our guests sit in. Yeah, she yeah. sat
0: in the seat right across from me. That's right. Boy, like she didn't need attention. Well,
2: <laughs> it is where we told her to sit. because Sorry, that's where Eddie, our guests
0: I sit. don't want you to get the impression that when you leave the room, we're going to talk about you. No, because <laughs> the
2: show will be over at that point. Yeah. Well, um, Eddie, thank you for filling in these holes in our knowledge about piercing. Uh, <laughs> Paul, what advice do you have for our listeners? Now that you're an expert at piercing, what advice do you have?
0: I do know a lot about piercing, and I am gonna boil it down to the essence for you. Aaron, would you give me just a, a little light bagpipe behind? Oh, Thank that's you. Great. That's great, great. If you tell the TSA you have a genital piercing, you can visibly tote an Uzi, a machete, and a shoe bomb right on through. <laughs> Don't count on jewelry, giving your partner more stimulation. You could load up with a whole tackle box, and it could just be same old, same old for your partner. Some people get pierced for shock value or for the excitement of buying a new piece of jewelry, but those are not bright people because they don't seem to realize they can get a bracelet or a ring and not risk infection or abject pain. Infections are rare, by the way, but irritations that hurt like hell, ooze, and disfigure are fairly common. (laughs) Okay,
2: Eddie Herrera... Pierces at at Pricks Body Piercing in Pasadena. Eddie, thank you for being on our show.
4: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Aaron Shaw. Speaking of music, if you have a theme song for us, although we've just been rendered deaf, email it to (laughs) (laughs) to nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone at gmail.com. Paula, I know you're always on the road. What have you got coming up?
0: On September 14th, I'm going to be at the Colonial Theater in Bethlehem, New Hampshire. And on September 17th, At 7.30 p.m. at the New Road School in Santa Monica, I will be hosting a panel of experts to speak about the effects of screen devices on kids' brains. You can get all the information at my website, www.paulapoundstone.com. You can even buy T-shirts there. T-shirts? Yes, and you know, my T-shirts <laughs> ha, are so a I remarkably Poli. soft Poli. tri-poly Poly blend. blend. Yeah. yeah, have I told you this already?
2: We've mentioned it a few times. I think all our listeners know this at that point. Yeah. By is the it, way, have you noticed since we started um, you know, this wildly successful podcast that you're getting more orders for T-shirts?
0: Oh, they're flying off the shelf. Are
2: they really? Yeah,
0: well, they're able to fly because they're remarkably really light. Soft, they're
2: remarkably tri-poly soft tri-poly, 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 tri-poly,
0: tri-poly blend yeah, and yeah. they're light. You know, mm-hmm. once you've worn one, two things happen. One is you never need to, Again, And the other is, right. uh, you can't wear a heavy cotton shirt anymore. Right. Yeah. How would they
2: work with a nipple piercing?
0: Um, they're likely to snag.
2: Uh, okay. Because they're that soft. Yeah. Now, also, um, drop a review and a rating for us over at Apple Podcasts.
0: Which is not something that you would want to do uh, with your third grade class as a third grade teacher. You don't want to rate, you don't want to rank. Right, but with us you do. You You want to rate us as highly
2: as possible. You have up to five stars. We're asking you to give us all five of them because it doesn't cost you a nickel. Yeah,
0: exactly. Don't be stingy with your stars. What
2: are you going to do with them when you're dead? All right, now if you need Paula's advice about something, send us an email. We have requests for advice coming in every day. For instance, Hillary Scott wanted Paula's advice on this. How do I get out of bed with a positive
0: attitude? That's an excellent question that troubles a lot of people. I suggest putting a fun size Three Musketeers bar just out of reach from the bed, Right, uh, and then you get up, you know. And it's fun. It's fun. By the way, it's critical that it be the fun size.
2: Because uh, otherwise you're eating candy in the morning.
0: Well, it's a the large one that you get at the airport, yeah. which you could feed the entire passenger list right. with, uh, and you have to store it in the overhead compartment. Um, but the fun size yeah. has the proper distribution uh, ratio of the fluffy, nut stuffy interior and the rich chocolate outer coating. That is
2: remarkably specific advice. Okay, um, Rip Palmer, another one of our listeners, says, How do I make myself more interesting
0: to others? You know, and this is just one way, because first of all, Rip, I'll bet you you're a lot more interesting than you realize. Oh, that's so nice. Um, No, I think it's probably true. It's such a great name, Rip Palmer.
2: Right. Um, Well, maybe that's a problem. Maybe people are expecting something great. They've
0: got high hopes. Yeah. Yeah. Change your name to John Smith and skydive. Uh, (laughs) But by the way, Rip, it's important to do it correctly. Uh, skydive or change your name? No, skydive. Okay. It's important that you survive it. Uh, okay. If you don't live through it, uh, you're going to be dull, 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 dull. You'll be
2: interesting only for the first 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, not yeah. even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you
2: want Paula's advice on, a, on an issue, email us at nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone at gmail.com, the same address that you'd be sending those theme songs to if you're making them. What? There's a line for you there but we Where? can we can skip it it's right there after at the top of page 7
0: Where top of page 7 oh I'm there for you, always listening, (laughs) sometimes hearing. And that's good
2: because, as we said, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone. Our show is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly, Adam Felber. Produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, and Ken Lezebnik, along with Tony Anita Hull. Technical direction by Ray Horseman. Special thanks to tonight's house band, Aaron Shaw. And to our guests, Mickey Block and Eddie Herrera muscle to escort them back to their cars provided by Ben Lazebnik and his intimidating trio of recent liberal arts college graduates.
0: That's our show for tonight. Won't somebody please listen to me? Why do I feel like using Scotch tape right now?
3: <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy
0: and culture. Artist owned.
3: Listener supported.